Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's the small biz lady herself, Melinda Emerson. I'm Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, and I want to invite you to enter the Small Biz Chat Podcast Giveaway Contest for the next 30 days. Starting today, you'll have the chance to win amazing prizes if you subscribe to the podcast. All you need to do is take a screenshot after you subscribe to the Small Biz Chat Podcast and tag me, Small Biz Lady, on Twitter or Instagram. Once a week, I'll select a winner and you have a chance to win one of my autographed books, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months, or Fix Your Business, or you might even get a chance to win one of my limited edition Small Biz Chat Podcast t-shirts. Don't delay. Subscribe to the Small Biz Chat Podcast today. Hi, everyone. I'm Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, and I'm coming to you from Philadelphia. This is National Small Business Week. You guys know I love to give away free stuff. We have been partnered with Visa around the country, and we're going to be giving away all kinds of stuff tonight. So the first thing I want you guys to know is that we're going to be giving away copies of my brand new book, Fix Your Business, right? And so we're going to give you guys some opportunities to win copies of my book tonight. We're going to give away three copies of my book. So right off the top of this show, I want to let you know that the first way that you're going to have an opportunity to get a copy of my books, I've been on tour for the entire month of April. If you can name three cities that I swung through on my national tour, you're going to have an opportunity to get a copy of my book fix your business. Now, my co-host, Joan Wilson, she's out there. She's my eyes on the street. So if you're the first person to get the answer of the three cities that you saw me in or that you saw on Facebook that I swung through, you're going to have the chance to win a copy of my book, Fix Your Business. Now, listen, we have an incredible show for you all tonight. We have Don Brolin, CPA. She's going to be talking about taxes, the Trump tax bill. What do you need to do to make sure you can best benefit from this new tax interest rate that small business owners are going to benefit from. I'm just so excited as the small biz lady to be having one more way to serve you, one more way to help you live your dream life as an entrepreneur. You know, we as entrepreneurs, we live how most people won't so we can live how most people can't, right? All those folks out there with jobs, they are limited to whatever their little W-2 says, right? They get my modest raise, but they're not like us. Our W-2 is limited by these two, right? It's about your effort, what you put in into your business, but I know it's hard. I know sometimes you feel like you're all alone, but you're not. And let me tell you something. If nobody else in your life believes in you, the small biz lady does. That's why I do this. I, you know, for the last 10 years, I've been dedicated to helping you win in business. And I've written over 5,000 articles about how to start and grow a successful small business four books, including my new book, Fix Your Business. So listen, I'm committed, but I can't be more committed than you. But with that, I just want to dive in 
and get to our guest tonight because, you know, we've been doing Small Biz Chat for nine years on Twitter. And so what we're doing tonight, we're switching up for you. You know, you might be tired of just reading little tweets on Twitter. We wanted to have you hear my voice and hear the voice of my experts because we are here. We care. We have been successful in business and we want to teach you our secrets. We also want to teach you our hard learned lessons too. So listen, I want to dive right in. I want to go to my first guest. She is amazing. She is the tax diva with the mostest. She's just fresh off of tax season. Dude, so I'm glad she's not on a beach somewhere. She actually agreed to join us tonight. Her name is Dime Brolin. She's a CPA and she's the CEO and founder of Powerful Accounting. And I am just so excited to have her here with us tonight. Dime, what's up? Thank you so much for joining us on Small Biz chat live welcome oh melinda i'll tell you what right now this past tax season was an experience like no other we really had our stuff together i'm so excited to be here to talk to the small business owners we just spent this whole last four months with our small business owners working on their taxes planning for next year and really paying attention to what's going on so i'm really excited tonight and hopefully to pass on even just a little nugget to some of those small business owners out there who should be paying attention to their numbers Oh, yeah, because we know that this Trump tax bill, you know, it was touted as being this great panacea for small business owners. But I know there's some booby traps in that bill, isn't there? All right, Don. So I want you to just break down for us sort of like, you know, first of all, give us just a little bit of background about powerful accounting and what you do for small business owners. And then I want to dive into the good and the bad stuff about this Trump tax bill that we now are going to be dealing with for our 2018 taxes. Yes, and I love that. And so I'll just say Powerful Accounting is kind of like a third generation company. I started been working with small businesses since 1999, had a small business company, then joined with a partnership. And then April 4th of 2011, shazam, that's when Powerful Accounting came out. And we just started hitting it hard, learning, tripping over each other, tripping over ourselves. And we just said, you know what, we're here to help small business owners when they want to be helped. And that's probably our biggest challenge is we got to get those people to want to get help which is a whole other thing, right? So I'm a CPA and also a certified fraud examiner. So for those of you who get yourselves into trouble, my job is to get you out of it. And so we work with small business owners who get in trouble with the IRS and with various fraud cases, employee time stealing, you name it. We are there to protect that small business owner. Awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, let's jump into this Trump tax bill. Tell me, tell me the, I like to get bad news first. So why don't you tell me what are some of the things that are like the tough stuff in this bill that people need to be paying attention to? You know, it's interesting as I was, we've been reading and you'll love this. This is my, this is our book. This is what we have to learn. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. You know, we went to a tax course to get this all this update. And, you know, we spent the whole day. We got through like 12 pages, which is fine. You know, it was good. I had a great time. But just the same, you know, we're really concerned a little bit about the interpretations that are out there, you know, especially the, you know, the guy they see at McDonald's or whatever who's telling them, oh, yeah, don't worry about this or don't worry about that instead of talking to the tax professional. So I'm, I think that's a really important point for small business owners to understand they need to get close to their accountant this year closer than ever. And that's really important. But the excess business loss limitation for individuals, and that's 
where you have a client who maybe or, or a business that's a Schedule C and has a, a flow through. So Schedule C is kind of like a flow through or a an S corporation or a partnership where the money is coming, you know, the, the K1s are coming and the money is hitting your individual return. People sometimes don't, they think it's separate. It's not. So when that end result hits your tax return, this year, starting 2017 up until 2026, the excess business loss limitation, you're going to have to carry your net operating loss carry forward. So in the past, people would get, you know, they would be excited to have losses because it saved them money, like when their spouse had a W-2 and they were running a business and they would, you know, enjoy this net operating loss, which would increase their refund in a lot of ways. And this year, they're they're halting that at the end of 17. You're going to have to carry that loss forward. So that's something that people are not necessarily paying attention to. Wow. Wow. So what, what else? In, I know one of the things that I read was that if you pay yourself more than $157,000, then you can't claim the lower interest rate. Is that? Is, that's is, right. Yeah, there's, there's a... Rate. Yeah, the lower tax rate. Exactly. They've changed. They actually added one more bracket to the code. So that's kind of helped. I want to say it in a way helps the middle class by having another kind of another level instead of this big jump to the top tax level. And that's pretty cool. But I will tell you, they've repealed, repealed itemized deductions. No more miscellaneous itemized deductions. The 2% limitation. Now, why is that important to small businesses? People say, well, that's, you know, that's an individual Schedule A issue. You know, we write off our property taxes and we write off, you know, our vehicle property taxes and donations and that kind of thing. Well, you used to have, I would say used to have, because 2017 was the last time you could do it, that 2% where you're maybe a salesman. So maybe you're, you know, a W-2 on a, as a salesman. You're the business owner who has hired the salesman. They're out there running the roads. They're doing $30,000, $40,000 in mileage every year, and they write it off on their personal return. With that itemized deduction gone, those of you who are small business owners that do not have an accountable plan and do not reimburse your employees for those types of expenses, guess what? Don't be surprised if your employees come to you and say, I can't write off my mileage anymore. Guess what? I want you to pay me for my mileage. There can be some serious shifts there for a small business owner who has people on the road that are used to that 2%. It's something I don't think people will think about. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, let, let, I'm, I'm, I'm done with the bad news. I, 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 oh. need some, I need some good news. Can you tell me anything good that has come out of this Trump tax bill for small business owners? Can you, can you cheer me up? I feel clinically um, depressed. I can definitely cheer you up. So there has been, of course, for those entities that are corporations and people that are S-corps might want to think about it, they've lowered the corporate tax down to 21% flat tax. And that's a big deal for those people who maybe initially signed up themselves as an LLC and now they're an S-corp or they signed up as a corporation and elected the 2553 S-corporation because they didn't want to pay corporate tax. They used to call it double taxation, right? They've knocked that down to 21%. So if you think about it, a corporate income tax payer with that in, that that tax bracket down to 21%, if you're an individual at the 29% level, why would you want to pay tax at the 29% level as, a, as a, an 1120S, as an S corporation, you may want to revoke that S election. So that's great. That could, that may save taxpayers thousands of dollars, depending on that. But, but Dawn, can you still do that or is it too late? Can you revoke your, your, your S corp status down up to a corp? 
That's a great question. You only have the ability to make that election or, rev or revocation between January and March 15th. So now it's kind of past the game for 18, which was really tough for the practitioners because we, nothing was really solidified until like really solid until January. So if we were to advise our clients, we had to try to, you know, get all the 1099s done and stuff. It just really, it, it bottlenecked us in a lot of ways. Okay. Okay. So yeah. what about doctors and lawyers and other professional service people? I know that there's certain classifications of small business owners that really did, were not helped at all by this, this, this thing. And I think accountants are in that boat too, right? Yes, we are. We're not happy. I can tell you that we got to do all the work for people for all this tab. We're the ones collecting the tax kind of, and we don't even get a break, but there is a 20% deduction that is available to small business owners. Now I've heard listening to small business. Oh, great. I'm going to pay 20% less in tax. Okay. You totally missed the whole thing. Cause I can tell you, it's probably a, a 100 page. There are exclusions. There are limitations. There are wages. So if you have employees, there's a limitation between what your W2s are 50% of the W2s versus how it's coming through on your end. There's, it's not easy, but there may be some, but you're right. The professionals, the attorneys, the doctors, the accountants, we don't even, we can't even party. We have no party going on. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. That sounds like some tough stuff. Well, I know that there's a lot of business owners out there who are trying to figure all of this stuff out. So if, if they're really confused or really concerned, they shouldn't wait till like next February to start talking to their account, right? Oh, you're going to get me going on that? <laughs> because I got to tell you right now. I, we have purged out those clients that do not want to pay attention to their business throughout the year. I ain't got time for that. I'll tell you why, because I'm doing them a disservice by not encouraging them to be proactive in their business. And here's a, this, I got to say this. I had more experience this past tax season to say to my clients, you know what? I'll tell you something right now. You own that business. I don't own that business. I got my own problems. <laughs> but you have your business. I have mine. I'm here to help you. I'm part of your team. But you gotta own it, right? You have to own your business to own it. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I, I believe that there's way too many people out here who are letting their fear of math be the reason why they don't know whether or not they're making any money or not. They're not monitoring their profitability. They're not making sure they know how much profit is in every deal. They're so worried about their gross revenue and not thinking that hey, it ain't about what you make, baby. It's about what you keep, right? So it's know it. People get real confused. People want to talk to me about gross revenue. I'm like, ah, I can't even hear you, right? I want to know what Joe W2 says. Do you have a profit account? Like what my boy, Mike McCallowitz. Mike McCallowitz, love yeah. that. Yeah, you know, I mean, Mike McCallowitz believes that every check you get, you're supposed to take a cut off the top and put it in a profit account that you don't touch because that's your money. Too many of us out here working like volunteer slaves in our own businesses. That's not okay. Right. Agree. Profit is how we keep score, is it not? It sure is. That's the name of the game. Right. Profitable. Right. You know, and, and it's funny, the ta with relating to the taxes, these people, some of these small business owners, and if you're one of them, we can we, we can forgive you. We will, we will forgive. We're forgivers, right? We love people. So, but to go out at the end of the year and say, oh, I'm going to buy a backhoe. You know why? Because I don't want to pay taxes. And I'm like, well, where's the cash that you're paying? So great. That's a good idea. Get a loan for 10 years that you're going to pay on for 10 years to save five grand this year. Okay. <laughs> you're not a brain surgeon, buddy, but please call your accountant first. Right. 
Right, right. It's about tax planning. So when is the right time of year to start working on tax planning? It is. It actually should have already happened for the first quarter. People should have already be planning. We always give a safe harbor calculation. We give them safe harbor estimated coupons that they can make. But as you get through, certainly the end of May, you should have a calculation done by your CPA or tax preparer, whatever they are, and have them calculate where you are because the penalties come out. The penalties will come out. You don't pay estimated payments. You owe 40000 at the end of the year. And guess what? You're going to get penalized and interest on top of that. Right. So you have to pay your quarterly taxes. Like That's it's not right. a game. Like wait until April is a great way to have a big old, big old bill. Big old problem. And then they blame us. Like I'm getting the money. Like I, you can yell at me all day long. If it's still <laughs> in my pocket. No problem. I could take that heat. Right. But yeah. No, they've got to plan. And so, you know, and there are other things that come along with that. People get into tax problems and they've got to get themselves into what we call compliance. And so doing quarterly payments keeps you in compliance in any capacity. It gets you into it or keeps you in it. One or the other. Now. So when, when people are, let's say that I've been bumping along in my business for a while and I'm waiting till tax time to find out whether or not I've made any money or not. How can I break the cycle of that? What should I be doing every month in my business to make sure that I know what's going on financially in my business? Yeah, we, we just have to, as a, as a small business community, have to agree that there are too many opportunities, applications, technology for you to not be able to know what your numbers are every month. And I say that, you know, people say that kind of lightly, know your numbers. Okay, well, what does that mean? Well, number one, you've got to know how much money do you have? How much money did you make? What do you owe? What are you waiting for on money? Cash flow, those kind of things. Right. So a tool that we always promote QuickBooks because that's what we use in our office. We love QuickBooks. It's easy to use the bank feed functionality, but there's also a tool called Finagraph and Finagraph talks to QuickBooks and they're buddies, they're friends. These two applications, they like hang out on Friday nights and stuff. So QuickBooks and Finagraph, what Finagraph will do is pull the data out of QuickBooks and let you look at a, at a cash flow projection based on your accounts receivable, your accounts payable. You don't have to do the muscle. These systems will do it for you, but you, somebody still has to manage the data, not enter the data. Got it. Got it. Got it. So you need to be looking at a finograph or you at bare minimum, you need to be looking at a profit and loss sheet, a balance sheet and a cash flow statement. Absolutely. Right. Right. And I, and I like to tell entrepreneurs, they need to be looking at that by the 15th of the month so that they know how well they did last month. Yeah. Um, And that's something that I'm sorry. No, no. And one of the other things I was going to say is I think it's really important for small business owners, particularly our professional service folks out here to make sure they're tracking their accounts receivable turnover ratio. Right. Oh, Finograph does that automatically. It watches everything. And, you know, QuickBooks can't do that. Right. Unless you're buying a fifty thousand dollars system, those you're not going to get that result. Right. With a, and there are so many other applications, but some like Finograph, where it'll tell you AR turnover, it'll tell your AP turnover, it'll tell it'll forecast the future of where where you stand. We always look in the past. Always we're looking in the past. We got to start looking to the future. Right. We have, to, we, got, we have to look at the past only for analysis and, and that kind of thing. But we've got to look to the future so we can plan ahead. I don't want to work forever. And I'm pretty sure these small business owners don't either. I hear that. I absolutely hear that. All right, Don, we got to wrap this up. But listen, tell me, what is the best piece of advice you can give a small business owner today? What is it? I have to say, honestly, the relationship with their accountant, with their tax preparer, whoever it is, you have, that's my biggest tip. 
get yourself and, and you know what? It's not their responsibility to chase you down. They're not babysitters. Get yourself on the phone, get yourself in a door and get a relationship with a, with a preparer, with a, with a financial person who can help you grow your business and keep you out of tax problems because that's typically what takes a lot of small business down hard. All right. Well, listen, you heard it here first, folks. Listen, Don, that was brilliant and truly helpful. You know what we do here on Small Biz Chat. Our mission is to end small business failure. And a big part of being a success in your business is being on top of your numbers. If you want to know more about me, I am the Small Biz Lady. My mission is to end small business failure. And you can check us out at fixyourbusiness.com. And don't forget to head over to Amazon and get a copy of my book, Fix Your Business. If you did not win one tonight, we are giving away books. I know my co-host Joan Wilson has been out there and I know that if you guys are online hopefully you guys followed up and answered our questions so we'll get those books out to you guys right away but here's the last thing I want you to know you never lose in business either you win or you learn I'm Melinda Emerson I'm the small biz lady and we are over and out thank you guys see you soon thanks for listening to the small biz chat podcast with Melinda Emerson Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday for more fantastic information and interviews. You can find more sources and small business success strategies by visiting Melinda's website, succeedasyourownboss.com. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.